for a long time. Mm-hmm. I haven't been away from for for that long, but it seems no, like but it seems like it 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 no. I know. Well, we miss you. Definitely. Oh, well, that makes me feel good. I'm glad that you, well, you were missed. <laughs> well, we got a good show tonight. We got a good guest tonight. We've got a good book tonight. And we is the wheel ready, Victoria. Yes. That's what I want to know. The wheel of fortune is ready. We got a book bundle. We call it our wheel of fortune. That's right. And that's going to be exciting for some lucky winner. Somebody is going to be blessed tonight. And that's going to be a good thing. Angie O has already popped in this evening. So we're going to um, see what's going to be be happening with our listeners who are coming on board. Um, I don't know what uh, we're going to do our weekend review as usual. I'm going to go first. Ruth, you'll go second. Victoria's got the bulk of it. You don't mind, though, Vic- Victoria, do you? I guess not. No. <laughs> you are. I guess not. You are so happy. I want to be like you when I grow up, just <laughs> brimming with joy. <laughs> My mom said she was going to, she should have named me Joy. That's what she said. Really? Yes, yeah. sweet. That's sweet. How's she doing, by the way? Is Mama doing? Uh, that'll be part of my wiki review. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm just going to have to wait until you share. All right, All right everybody. It's time to uh, roll them. Okay, Alan. Okay, Thank you. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, good evening, good evening from Authors Up. <laughs> We're here to have a wonderful time this evening. We yes. Share with you. Got some good things going on. Hey there, Queen Victoria. Henderson. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are you today? <laughs> I'm fine. Hi, everybody. Hi, bronze girls. Hey, hey, hey. And how are you, Miss Ruth? You good? I am good. I am good. How are you, Andrea? Look, let me tell you, I am on the mend. Yes. Men. We've got some great folks in the house already. Angie yeah. O is with us. She's popped in. Francina, how are you? Good to have you in the house this evening. We've got Linda Cooks. She is there. And Zerlina Abobi. Good evening to you, Zerlina. Always happy to have you all in the house. And we know we have some other folks who are yeah. listening. And sometimes they come in and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they hide out on us. But <laughs> What if you've been hiding? You'll be sorry. <laughs> sorry. 
But uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and dive right in and get started this evening. Week in review. Praise the Lord. Talk about a week. Talk about a week. Talk about a week. And I tell you what, uh, Victoria, that is that is what it is for me. All praise and glory to God. Glory to God. Because this time last week I was in the emergency room. Thank you, God. Didn't know what was really going on with me um, through EKGs and echocardiograms and MRIs and all manner of other tests that they could give us. <laughs> they gave it to me. Um, but I am I am well. I am healed by yes. Christ. I am healed. Uh, and I am just grateful. I'm grateful that I had people who cared enough about me to say, you getting up out of here. (laughs) You are, you're going to the hospital and we're going to try to see what is, what is wrong with you. Um, So I I am extremely grateful, extremely grateful uh, tonight because this time last week, it was not, wasn't looking all that great. Uh, I really, really was having, having a time and an unexpected time. Um, but God, God is God—he's oh, God. a good God. He is a good God. And I am, I am thankful. I am thankful. And I want to say this. I want to say this. Pay attention, folks. Pay attention to people who love you. And even pay attention to those that don't know you that well. Because when they see some people, other people can see things in you that you can't see uh, for yourself. So when they say, mm, you're not seeming like yourself, you're not looking like yourself, you don't mm-hmm. even sound like yourself. Um, because for me, they're just whole blocks of time from last week that I just don't don't even remember. Wow. Uh, but I am so grateful that there are, are <laughs> I'm sorry, I, had to, I just had to see that for Antonio. Antonio put up their tardy for the party, but I'm present. <laughs> And we're glad you're here, Antonio. Antonio, (laughs) never tardy. Thank you, thank you. Uh, But I I just saw that, and I had had to mention it. Thank you, Antonio, so much. Uh, But we had, um, yeah, awesome God, yes, and and I tell you what, I don't take anything for granted. And, and I am grateful that, that there are people who cared enough to say, you know what, we, we, we can't fool with whatever this is. Let's go find out and, and mm-hmm. see what happened. And God just, he just kept me. He Amen. just kept me. And I am so, so grateful for that. But I missed you guys. I miss being We missed you too. We miss you and we're grateful. Yeah. Yeah, I missed you, but you scared us. Don't do that no more. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Okay. Ruth, what about you? What was your week like last week? Your weekend review. Tell us about it. Um, let's see. Well, my husband, you know, you guys know he works in media and he's been covering the um uh, basketball, obviously, I'm ah, a fan, so March I don't Madness. even know what to call. Thank you, March Madness. So, um, he's in New Orleans right now, which I wish I was there, not because of the game or anything, because I totally slept through it last night. Okay, but I sure would have found me some restaurant to go to. I'm getting ready to say for the food, right? 
No other reason. Oh my gosh. I have been to New Orleans once and I've been wanting to go back. Every time he asks, he's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, well, you know, we can put New Orleans, you know, one, two, three. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no. So I've been kind of, you know, home alone for the last week behaving myself, you know, just mostly going to work and doing stuff like that, not eating any New Orleans food or anything like that. So and not exploding any eggs, right? No exploding eggs. Okay. So um, I've been uh, staying away actually from microwaves and stuff. Okay, so yeah, I've been good. I've been good. I told you I've been good. Good, good for you. So. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> what about you, Miss Victoria? Bring us up to speed. Tell well, us last week was you. Um, a little bittersweet for me. My mom is 88 years old and she is... Um, moving to Indiana to be with my brother. But she's in, in Indiana now, but she got sick and was in the hospital for about two weeks. And um, she just seemed like she wasn't doing so good. So um, I flew I flew out Tuesday to Indiana and I just got back today, as a matter of fact. So it's been, um, like I said, it's been bittersweet. I am, I'm not going to talk about it too much because then I'll start to cry. Because I can't talk about it much without crying because I'm gonna miss my mom, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, we all agree that this is a better thing for her to be in Indiana close to my brother. And um, but I will miss having hands-on, you know, care of my mom. And it was my absolute, absolute honor and privilege to assist her this past week. And you know, when she, when she moved, I moved. And you know, um, you know, she get up in the night. You know, let's go to the restroom. I'm just right there with her. And uh, I was lotioning her legs the other night after a shower. And she said, look at this. You, um, you're you lotioning me down. And you're so tender and gentle. And she said, I remember, do you know, giving you your baths. And you would just lay uh-huh. there and let me lotion you. And uh, I told you I'm not crying tonight. I'm not doing it. Okay, okay, okay. But it was such a sweet and tender moment. And so while I am um, hurt, hurting you know, emotionally, I thank God. I have to thank God for giving me these moments that were precious with my mom this past week. And I wouldn't have traded it for anything. So I'm just grateful. I'm grateful. You know, we hugged and kissed and I kissed her face and and held her face in my hands before I left. And I just saw I love. And she said, I love you, girl. I said, I love you too, mom. So, you know, it's, um, it's just a blessing. It's a blessing, blessing indeed to be able to, um, have those moments with her. So that was my last week. Good, 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 good. Zerlina said mothers are so precious. Just precious, just precious. She she didn't answer me when I called though, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good evening to you there, Miss Leah Fournette. Good to have you on the line tonight. Leah, Leah, you joined just in time. You know, we've been talking about um, our blessing book bundle. What that what we were calling it, right? Blessing book bundle. Well, that's okay. what you said. So I guess okay. that's what we're calling it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we decided that we are going to be giving away five books um, and a nice mug. Show the mug, um, Ruth. Nice. Authors Up mug. What does it say in the back? A form for authors by authors. All right. So you get this exclusive, exclusive Authors up mug. I don't even think I have one yet. But no, anyway. no, they would be the first one. <laughs> exactly. That's right. That's right. But along with five books, and we took the names of um those that we had that were uh that put their that made comments on our show our show via Facebook for the past couple of weeks. And we got your names 
Look, 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 look. I can't, you can't read everybody's name, but everybody's name is in what I call the wheel of fortune. So I'm going to spin the wheel right now. So it says click to spin. So I've got everybody in there. And so you'll be able to see it's not Victoria picking it. It's the wheel. I say it says click to spin. Okay, here we go. Woohoo! Look, look, look. And who is that? What? Somebody, Carol. Dr. Dr. Vivian Carol. Say some congratulations to Dr. Vivian Carol. We will notify if she's not on the line tonight. Um, we will contact you and let you know um, how we can get those books to you. Yay! Hey, 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 <laughs> so that feels good. We feel good to be able to bless somebody else. You will have five books coming in our wonderful mug, Dr. Vivian Carroll. Woohoo! I see those hand claps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are going to do this quarterly, right? That quarterly. is correct, yes. Quarterly. Okay. So, so this was for the first quarter. This time. January, February, March. Mm -hmm. We will have another opportunity. So we are grateful for that. We're grateful for that. And yes. um, so that brings us to... Tonight, uh, hearts and all drum rolls and all of that. <laughs> we so are very excited for our author this week. Let yes. me tell you a little bit about Cynthia Sanders. Cynthia is a 25-year-old woman and a first-time book author of, of the children's book, Mia, The Monster of Fear, and The Fairy of Courage. She's originally from Stockton, California, but currently lives in Las Vegas, Nevada, where she's been for the past eight years. She says she always had a passion for writing since the age of 12 and began writing poems until she found her drive in writing teen drama stories. She says that she just wanted to promote her first published book ever, and it's her first children's book at that. Mm -hmm. Me and Excuse me, Cynthia never thought of writing one, but after she overcame a, a bout of sickness, she said she started to doubt herself and not believe in herself. So she felt that a children's book would be more relatable and realistic to children feeling that same way and to help parents understand their children better. Cynthia is an avid reader, but has always loved to write since she was in middle school. She went to an, an accredited school named Milan Institute and studied to be a pharmacy technician. Cynthia says she's been in a relationship for five years and is just now getting back into her writing. Well, we know you're going to enjoy this book tonight. So after a short break, we're going to bring you back and you will get to meet our fabulous author, Cynthia Sanders. Yes.
right. Welcome, Cynthia. Hi. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. We are happy, happy, happy to have you. So, yes, indeed. All right. Well, let's start with your book. Tell us about it. So, my book is based off of fear. And this was because of the whole pandemic, you know, situation. A lot of people have fear, you know, not just kids, but adults. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of kids were very, you know, afraid to go back to school and things of that nature. And, you know, I had a lot of fears myself. I did get diagnosed with the COVID last year. Mm -hmm. So it was scary. And I had to quarantine in my brother's room at the time. So I was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I have this. Like, how did I get it? I stayed away from people. Like, I don't go nowhere. I'm a homebody. Right. Um, when I do go somewhere is to get, you know, my nails done or whatever. But my book is about a monster telling this little girl that, you know, she's not smart enough and that she's not good enough. And so she starts to doubt herself. And I have been around a lot of children that have doubt themselves. And I'm sitting here like, wow, they're so young. Like, mm -hmm. how can they think like that? You know, like you guys are kids, You're supposed to have fun, you know? But there have been kids that do doubt themselves that have a lot of fear. So mm -hmm. I just came up with the fairy, named it Courage. And she comes in the in her dreams and Mia's dreams. And she tells her that she is, you know, good enough and that, you know, she is smart enough. She is like the other kids, you know, she's not, she's different in her own way. Mm -hmm. So it's like her fairy godmother. So <laughs> nice. that was basically it. Awesome. I, I, I have to say what I really enjoyed about the book besides the illustrations, I know that uh, Andrea and Victoria will uh, talk about that, um, <laughs> was just how you simplified the message. It just, it, it reminded me a lot of how even Pixar, you know, they, they take one point and it's just like, let's break it down so people can understand. And that is, you know, it's like you said, it's not just adults, not just kids. This is something we all deal with and just how you took that and just simplified it just made the story so much better, I thought. So, um, what part of writing for kids? So you said this is your first uh, children's book. So yes. um, you've written other genres. What part did you find challenging? Was it easier? How was? How did you find that process? With the children book, it was a little bit shorter. So it was a little bit easier to write, mm -hmm. you know, because I don't really have to put a lot of big words in there. You know, there are yeah. smart kids out there that know how to you know, pronunciate words and things like that. But I didn't have to put a lot of big words. And like a romance book or a mystery or thriller book, you got to put some words in there that you can't even pronounce yourself. So, <laughs> but the children's book was easy to write. The illustration part was, oh my gosh, how I wanted the characters to look, how I described it. It was a lot. I would say the illustration part was, it was fun. It's fun to see and like, oh, that's cute. You know, like, oh, I like the way the fairy looks or the monster looks. Uh -huh. um, I did change the monster a couple of times. I was like, I don't like that monster. So <laughs> there were things I didn't like and did like. So I would say the illustration process, um, the publishing process was hard. I didn't know how to publish at all. Mm -hmm. um, on Amazon KDP. So I went on Fiverr and I found a publisher 
And mm -hmm. so, you know, it's kind of difficult because you can't see them. You can't talk right. to them like how we're talking now. So it's kind of mm -hmm. difficult. You don't know if they're going to do their job. You're paying them, you know, a certain amount of money. So I was like, oh, my gosh. And at the time, I was like, you know, not really financially, you know, there. But I had enough to get this book done. I really wanted to put it out. Right. So, so I can get this message across, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I would say just the illustration and publishing part was the hard part. The writing part was easy. Okay. Okay. And, and I'm glad you shared that because there, I mean, a lot of, there's, there are usually a couple camps when it comes to writing and publishing. Those are the ones that go, oh, this is easy. Everything will get it done. And then there's the other one who's like, well, it's impossible. I won't do it. But then there's the middle of the road and it's just like, there are challenges along the way. Yeah. But if you can meet those challenges, you'll have a great outcome. And I think, I, I really truly believe that you have that. So um, I saw you have quite a number of reviews on Amazon. So how's the reception yeah. been? Yes. Well, I haven't really been um, as active as recent, but mm -hmm. when I did put it out, I did go on Facebook. I ran into a lot of people that say, hey, join my group or hey, join this group. So the Facebook groups really helped me get to that rating. Mm -hmm. So I have to give credit when credit's due. I wanted to sit here like, yeah, it just got there. Like, no, mm -hmm. I had people review my book and I reviewed their book. So it was like we were helping each other. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate that group that I was in. Appreciate all the other, you know, up and coming authors and people who have been authors for quite some time also helped me along the way told me about copyright and editing and everything. Mm -hmm. So some stuff that I didn't even know. And I have writers in my family and I didn't even know that until my mom said something. And I was like, mom, <laughs> you know, I wrote as a kid, you just now told me it's my book is already out, but you know, I have writers <laughs> in my family. So I could have like really reached out to them, but it was never too late. They still helped me. They still told right. me, hey, this is what needed to be done. You know, your next book, this is what you should do next time. So I was like, okay, thank you. You know, what comes with the territory is you're going to get the naysayers, you know, the bad mm -hmm. reviews, the good reviews, you know, and it's always like that. You're going to get negative energy, you're going to get positive energy. So I'm pretty used to it before I became an author. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah. So is there a sequel coming up? Um, it's, or I will series? be honest, I don't want to lie. <laughs> I, I currently have not. I just been working in my mm. own little world. I am still, it's still in the back of my mind. Like I do want to make okay. it a series, but uh -huh. it's not really going nice. to work as of now. <laughs> I haven't even wrote a part. I have it, but it's not even like completely done. Like it's like half, half a page. It's like the table of contents and that's it. <laughs> and that's about it in the preface. That's it. I was like, I don't know what else. You know, and, um, <laughs> that's, that's right. pretty much it. But yes, it is going to be a series, a sequel. Mm -hmm. I do want to make it a series and, I'll you know, add, you know, other features and maybe talk about like more. I don't know if I'll make it like a fear and courage thing, but maybe mm -hmm. like education or something along the way, like mm -hmm. you know, to the first oh. book as well, you know, relate to it in a sense. How long did it take you to write Mia in the Monster Courage and the fairy of uh, sorry, the monster of fear and the fairy of courage. It didn't take me long to write it. When I wrote it, I was still sick at the okay. time, but I was told to, with the virus, I was told to move around. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Cause when I laid there, I was like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. when you lay there, you start thinking crazy things. Ooh. And so I had lost family members prior mm-hmm. you know, to that. Oh my God, my next. So when I'm laying there, I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. You know? So mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to get up yeah. and do something. And I knew writing was something that I love to do reading. I also right. love to read other, you know, work, people's works as well. So that got me going. Um, so it didn't take me long to write maybe like, I'll say a couple weeks or so, two or three okay. weeks to finish it. But the mm-hmm. illustration process took like three months. Yeah. 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 Trying to find someone and everything. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm gonna hand you over to Andrea. Okay. I wanted to know because I was curious about the, the illustration. That seems to be uh, one of the greatest challenges of most of the writers that we have. Um, uh, and I think particularly when it be, when it comes to children's books, there's just something special about when you're writing for children and wanting those those illustrations to be engaging and wanting them to to tell their own story uh, as well. But where did you find this illustrator? What well, did you did had you seen their work in another book or? Were you reaching out through Fiverr or where, where did you find this illustrator? So that's a really good question. I found the illustrator on Fiverr. I actually went to an illustrator before him, but our communicate the communication wasn't quite there. So I was like, I need to go to someone else that's going to deliver what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I went, I found this illustrator also on Fiverr. Mm-hmm. And I stayed with him because I liked his work. And you can see their work before you even, you know, decide to inbox them and pay them. And they show you their work, like their samples. And um, the, the Arthur, I mean, the illustrator, my bad, the illustrator that did my illustrations also illustrated for another young girl who I speak to. I think it's called the, the Book of Self-Love or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. And um, she's also she's also a good author. She's like fourteen or fifteen years old. He oh. also illustrated her book, and mm. she has one for teen girls and one for children. Mm-hmm. And so when he showed me that, I was like, "Wait, I know these illustrators. I know this Arthur." So, <laughs> so it was cool to see that. And then I also talked to her, so it was also cool. I was like, "Okay, so right. I was connected. So I trusted, you know, his process. I trusted his work, and everything. Mm-hmm. And he communicated." And you know, there was like a few bumps along the way, but I guess that comes with the territory. I wasn't too sure, you know, I was new to it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I really wanted the book out. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna stick with you. I'm not gonna keep, you know, bouncing to different illustrators. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I found him on Fiverr. So he was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he certainly was. I I enjoyed looking at the the the, the illustrations. Uh, that you have there, all of them are, are really nice. But your two main main little characters of fear and courage are especially especially interesting little people. <laughs> I'll call yeah. them little people <laughs> sitting Thank on the you. shoulder. Uh, but yeah, I really I really did enjoy that. What do you think was is the um, the main piece? I know we we said we talked about fear and we talked about courage, but but when you wrap it all up and you wrap it up in this book, how do you want your how do you want the reader to approach it? Because I think that it's while it's built as a children's book, I think it is a good lessons, good lessons there for 
uh, for adults as well um, in, in these two issues that are so uh, prevalent with us and so in such an important part of, of our lives. Because I don't know of anybody who has not in some way, shape or form uh, had to deal with fear and in some way, shape or form uh, had to uh, confront it and gain the courage that they needed to get to get past it. Uh, so in writing that kind of what what did you ultimately see see this doing? What was it that you you wanted to have have the book do and have those words speak? That's a really good question. I was sitting there processing my answer. Like, what should I say to that? <laughs> um, well, I did want it, even though it's a children's book, yes, I wanted to touch children, but I wanted to touch all people, like you said, adults as well, because we all deal with fear. When we were kids, we dealt with it. And even as we get older, it doesn't mm -hmm. change until we confront it and face it. I just wanted it to get out there and people, you know, help their kids along the way dealing with fear. Some parents don't know how to, you know, help their children with certain fears. So they go to other people that, you know, oh, can you help my child? So, you know, I was, I want the parents to be like, okay, let me read this. And maybe I should be the one to show my kid, hey, you can fight this and you can beat this demon, whatever is bothering you, whether at school, at home, wherever you go. Mm -hmm. um, I also, and teenagers as well, you know, teenagers, you know, kids have big older siblings and stuff like that. I'm the oldest out of my youngest two. And, you know, they have their fears and I was always there to be like, it's okay. You know, like the mama bear, second mother to them at times. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted it to like really, you know, bring out the message that was in the book, just, you know, help each other. Cause this world, we don't help each other enough. So it's like mm -hmm. a lot of craziness going on out here. And mm -hmm. I was just hoping that it would just bring people together, <laughs> young to old, black to white, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we can get over this fear of this pandemic, you know, <clears throat> taking over and be together. We yes. can fight this together. And so far, I think we did a good job. <laughs> I think you did, too. <laughs> I think you did, too. I did want to ask you, though, in terms of the writing process for you, there are um, some people that start with uh, an outline and everybody has kind of a different process that they go through when they are writing and I noticed that, that you said something, we were talking about the, the possibility of a sequel and, and you were saying something about um, uh, the chapters, you were mentioning the chapters. Uh, for this particular work, did you have an outline? Did you set about to, to you know, say, I'm gonna have a chapter about fear and I'm gonna break it down this way and then I'm gonna have the, these chapters about um, uh, courage and break it down this way, or did you just kind of look at at uh, your your uh, heroine, if I can call her that, <laughs> and just kind of let her begin to tell a story? How did you go about it? Since it was my first time writing a children's book, I did do some research. I'm like, how do I write a children's book? I mean, shouldn't this be you know easy? I know how to write teen drama stuff, but shouldn't a children's book be? So it was kind of hard. I was like, I don't know how I should do it. So I just went along with like, okay, I'm gonna start with fear because that's gonna be first. And then I'm gonna show how to beat fear, you know, mm -hmm. throw him away, you know, tell mm -hmm. him no. And then I did 
courage as, you know, as like the last outline of the story. Okay. So that's how I mostly did. I just thought of fear first. Mm-hmm. That was like actually the main thing that got me to write the book was fear. Mm-hmm. And then courage just came along the way I, as my writing you know, process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that fear was born out of what you were dealing with yourself in terms of COVID. Gotcha. Yes, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Well, I, you've certainly done a, a, a wonderful job on your first project, and, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And I especially, uh, we are always drawn to the illustrations, and, and uh, that always has a, a special place for us, you know, and I don't know why I haven't written anything yet that needed to be illustrated, but I could, you never know. Uh, But I think that that you really, you picked the right illustrator, certainly uh, for your book, because I think that that the the, uh, uh, adaptation of it is is just really super. And and, uh, I'm, I'm really, really, uh, hoping for much, much success uh, for you. In, Thank you. In, I appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to turn you over to Victoria because I know she has three <laughs> words that she wants to say to you. Yes, you I do want to say, we always say, I always tell our listeners, get the book, get the book, get the book. <laughs> do, you, do you have a copy of it right near you? No, no, I okay. not, so I was unprepared today. That's all right. You don't have that's okay. Okay. Well, you know, I like to ask the authors if I don't have a copy to show the book because the book is beautiful. You're an illustrator and you work that thing out. Yes. I <laughs> would say, is- even though I enjoy writing, I, I didn't even pay attention to what I wrote. I was like, wow, the illustrations are nice. I was more like a kid when I got my book. I was like, I like the yes. illustrations. <laughs> because it, it perfectly, all the, the pictures it really tell what your story is talking about each way along the way. And I, I, I found myself just kind of flipping through. I said, it's so beautiful. The you. Know, Mia is just the as cute as she can be. <laughs> as a cute little girl. Yeah. And uh, the little demon, <laughs> the little fe- the monster of fear. Yes. And the fairy, it just it just all came together and we just couldn't be more happier. Congratulations on Thank being you. your first time author. Welcome yes. to the club. Yes. I, I know I know how that feels. <laughs> so it's, it's just an awesome feeling and we just we're just happy to have you and be and have you able to talk about your book. Cuz we always say here on Authors Up like no one can tell a story like the author can. We mm-hmm. can come and show your book, right? But everybody can't tell the background like you just did. So we just yeah. so happy to have you here. And I just wanted to um, ask you about your other writing that we mentioned in your bio that you have written a teen drama thing mm-hmm. series. Are you going to be publishing some of that? Because I, I, I have some teens who like drama. <laughs> so... To tell the truth, to be honest, the teen drama stuff <laughs> that I wrote, I was like in middle school. I was really young writing okay. stuff like that. So I really didn't share it with my family, but I had mm-hmm. nosy younger siblings. I would go on my stuff and be like, look what she wrote, look what she wrote. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm writing about couples, you know, kissing and stuff and relationships. What did I know about that? Well, you were scandalous. You were scandalous. Yeah. So um, those are like really old stories. Okay. And it's kind of like a, a sad story behind it. So I don't want to mention it and throw okay, off the vibe. Okay. 
All right. Some positive interview, but yes, that's fine. I throw them away, and okay. I don't have those stories anymore. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was told by a parent. One of my parents didn't like what I was writing. Okay, so, understood. Yeah, I understand. I don't want to go to it, but I still remember the stories. I still remember the characters even to this day. I even wrote wow. them down. I remember all the characters, their kids, their husbands, where they went to school. Like they went from high school to college, and then they what? were married with kids. <laughs> I had <laughs> notebooks, you know, three notebooks put up with wow. the same story. I never had a title for it. Never. I was just mm -hmm. writing. Yeah. So where yeah. The names came from. Where I the storyline came from. Go get get a get a uh, Andrew get a go ahead. Well, you know, I just wanted to to say to her that that's not unusual. Yeah. No, the I did circumstances that. may have been different uh, that caused you to throw work that work away, but I did the same thing. I mean, I I wrote poetry for years and I threw it away. There's so much work that I think about now that I threw it away because I thought nobody wants to read this. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to mm -hmm. ever get right. this. And, you know, I'm sharing my, my soul here and, <laughs> and nobody's going to care and they're going to stomp all over my little poem. So no, yeah. I'm not going to show anybody and I'm going to throw them away. And I think the first thing that, that Ruth wrote, was a similar experience, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. I was probably I was writing in middle school, and I was a fan of those. Um, I don't know if you remember the Sweet Valley High books. It might. Yes. Be. Okay. So, it, and it was nothing but teenage melodrama. So <laughs> it, I was reading that, and I was writing it, and I was hiding it in my notebook. So, like when I was in class, you know, you turn the sheet, and there it is, and turn the sheet back. So I, I wrote my first book when I was what, 15 or 16. And mm -hmm. I threw it away because I was sure nobody would want to read that. Mm -hmm. And I probably would be embarrassed today if somebody did read it. But <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, honestly, because it's a process, I think it just confirms that you were always meant to be a writer. That's right. Yeah. That's, right. That's right. I always say my talents. And like I said, I don't want to make this interview negative but you know my dad no, was no. my parent you know he was not for my dad was not for what i was writing he's like why are you right. writing this about well, yeah. kissing <laughs> you're only like you know 11 and 12 like you're only around those ages so why are you writing about mm -mm, this? Mm -mm, mm -mm. having a boyfriend or anything so and i listened to my parent you have to listen to your parents you know yeah. right? i live under his roof so he told me to throw them away you know, I did fight him at once, not physically. But I was like, no, like, this is my work. I'm not throwing yes. it away. And I kept it there. He called it junk. And I was like, oh. That's uh -huh. he considered it. And the second time he approached me, he said, throw it away. And I did. And once it went in that trash can and shredded, I was like, oh, my God. I cried mm -hmm. for days. And I was like, well. I guess but you do know. Three, three words to say, and one of them is more, better. And greater, mm -hmm. come on, come on. So mm -hmm. those three things, those those stories, those early things that you wrote, may have been thrown away. But when God has a plan, and I'm not yes. anything to defy your parents by any means, mm -hmm. but when there is a plan that He has, there's always more. Mm -hmm. It's always better, and there's always greater. And and it's it, and it's in you. It is in you. God has gifted you. 
with Thank with you. the ability to write yep, yep. and the ability to tell stories that only you can tell. And yep. so we speak that into you tonight that um, you got to use your gift, you know, in whatever way God has for you to do. There's still stories inside of you to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it's no accident that you're here with us tonight. We three believe in you. So thank you. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Thank you can do it. Yes, so tell, tell it. Our, you're welcome. You're welcome. Don't don't. You know, I don't. I, I could say so much, but I'm not going to. I think that's enough. <laughs> but I'm very her, sensitive and emotional, so the more you keep saying, the tears are gonna start coming. But okay, <laughs> okay. We joined you in a minute. Interview. <laughs> I'm gonna say I actually feel them with you because I feel, I feel your heart, your heart. Mm-hmm. So tell our listeners where they can find your book and how they could get in touch with you. Are you on social media? Yes, I am. I'm on Facebook a lot. Um, I'm some, I'm not really on Instagram a lot, but I do okay. have an Instagram. It's mm-hmm. passionate underscore Aries three, three, zero. Okay. And I have a Facebook It's just my first last name. And I also have a Twitter. I just started back on Twitter. So I'm not really <laughs> active all right. on here. <laughs> some of us, some of us are joining you too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so just Facebook and Instagram, you can reach me. Oh, good. And you can get my book off of Amazon, Speak Up Sis Book Show, and other platforms as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations again. And um, listeners and viewers, get the book. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, this has been a lovely, lovely, lovely. I hope that all of our listeners have enjoyed uh, tuning in tonight, having an opportunity to meet Cynthia Sanders and and hear about her book and her writing journey. Um, Is there anything, uh, is there any uh, advice or anything that uh, you want to leave with our listeners, uh, Cynthia, in terms of of about writing or just anything at all that would be an encouragement or an inspiration to somebody else out there that that is looking to do what you have done which is to write your own book and get it out there and if you don't that's fine i'm not trying to put you on the spot but if you do here you go. <laughs> i was like wow she's really going in <laughs> it's going in tough <laughs> oh my gosh okay um So, yeah, I wasn't prepared for advice, so I don't have any. Um, I will say for people who are trying to get into the writing world, trying to become an author, and they're afraid to put out their manuscript or their work because they're afraid they're going to be judged, they're afraid somebody's going to say something negative or not like it, you know, they're afraid of not making any income, um, because I see that's the issue in most, you know, cases Mm -hmm. when I on Facebook, you know, it's always an income problem. Um, I would just say just do it. <laughs> just put yeah. it out there. Because mm-hmm. at first I was afraid too. I was like, no, I'm not going to put this book out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so at first I kept it to myself. I was like, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I told my boyfriend about it and he was like, you should put it out there. It's a great story. It has a great message behind it. Yeah. And then I told my mom and my brother and sister. So I was like, okay, I'll put it out there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so I did, and it did get, you know, good and bad. You're going to get that. You're going to get people who's not going to like your work, and you're going to get some who will relate to your work. 
and like it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would just say just go ahead, go for it. Just make sure you do. It doesn't have to be perfect, but definitely editing is a big, a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to do children's mm-hmm. book, have a really good uh, description of how you want your characters to look and be, be communicative with your illustrator. Um, so, yeah, editing, publishing, you know, it's, those are the two main ones. And copyright your work. Definitely get it copyrighted. Right. Yep. And you thought thought you didn't have any advice to give. Uh (laughs) That just came from, I don't know where it came from. (laughs) Well, we certainly appreciate you. Appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. Ruth and and Victoria, either of you have anything in closing to, to share or to say tonight? Just my usual. So if you want to contact us, uh, leave, let us know if you like the show, you like the show, uh, you want to be a guest on the show, just email us at authorsup at gmail.com. Amen. All right. And me, congratulations again to Cynthia. And she has, you know, showed us a valuable lesson tonight. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to leave it like, just love your people. Love those in your circle. Just just show love because we just never know what's going to happen. And, and that, you know, from my experience this past week with mom, just, you know, cherish the time that you spend with your loved ones. And also congratulations again to Dr. Vivian Carroll for winning our Blessing Book yes. Library. And yes. um, I hope everyone has a great week. Well, that's good enough for me. I don't need to say anything else. The only thing I need to say is come back next week, 7 p.m. right here at Authors Up. We've got some more good things to share with you, and we are glad that you came tonight, and we're expecting you to come back next week. Don't disappoint us, because it's not good when you disappoint us. So that's it for us for tonight. Good night, everybody. And like I said, join us again next week, Sunday evening at 7 p.m. for Authors Up. Good night, everybody. Good night, night, girls.